Yesterday, me and Kenny made a podcast. You know what I'm saying? We made a great one, too. It was long. It was about two hours of our time. We talked about a lot of good issues. We talked about uh, how social media has promoted this, uh, this atmosphere of inclusion where everybody feels like we have to be included in everything and you know nobody can say no yada 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 so uh i was doing some edits and couldn't hear anything you know so my 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 computer decided to record only half of the conversation and when i say half i mean completely cut me out. So there was no back and forth. It was just Kenny talking, but obviously it sounds stupid when you got two people talking and half the conversation isn't there. So I was pretty upset about it and I didn't really know what to do because yeah, that was my weekly podcast. You know, we had one episode down that was two hours of our life. And you know, I was just like, well, hot diggity dog. What am I supposed to do now? But uh, yeah, so walk with me here, you know, Walk with me, walk with me. You know, don't leave, please. You know, we're going to get to something. Whoa, you know what? I got it. All right. Let's get to it. Radical Jack's views, baby.
song is called uh the bones by Marin morris it's like one of my favorite songs right now it's pretty dope so why am i playing the bones <laughs> so you know i decided to uh stroll back into time here i wrote this in august of 2019 and that song is perfect because one of the lyrics is the house don't break when the bones are good Basically, you know, when we have a strong foundation, et cetera, et cetera. So what are we talking about, X or Jack or Rad J? Jack Daddy? No. Well, we're talking about relationships. Chemistry versus compatibility. I know what are you guys thinking. Ah, it's the same thing. They're both the same. If you got chemistry, you got to be compatible. And if you're compatible, you got to have chemistry, right? Heavy to know, uh, it's been a long while since I've actually uh, made these consistently, you know, dealing with life and all that kind of stuff that goes on. So, for the season that has, well, we might technically be in it still, actually. What is it? Uh, October? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Now that I think about it, I wrote this, what, August of last year? Dang. It's almost all year. So, yeah, okay. So, look. So, the upcoming season of fall and winter, you know, we'll be discussing relationships since it's cuffing season. Yay! Yeah. Anyway. So, we're going to talk about that because we need to get in the right mind frame, right? We need to figure out why we cuffing, who we cuffing, and, you know, like, what, 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 what? What if this cuffing season turns into a lifetime of love, you know? And I know some people are sitting here like, man, I'm single, I'm good, et cetera, et cetera. Which, you know, obviously that's completely fine. You know what I mean? But you got to know whether chemistry and compatibility are, you know, necessary for one because you might not even care honestly some people like that whole opposites attract type of deal and i feel like opposites attract is a very broad statement you know it doesn't really you know it's really gray it's not black and white you know opposites attract could be so much it could be i'm messy she's clean it could be you know i like music she likes movies um I brush my teeth. She doesn't. You know, that's real That's that's real big right there. It's, uh, can you deal with somebody with, 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 with plaque and all that buildup or somebody who brushes their teeth once a week? Or, you know, what if somebody doesn't like to shower? <laughs> if somebody doesn't like to shower every day, you know, can you deal with a person that only showers every two, three, maybe even a week, depending on how they feel? Can you deal with somebody with mental issues? Can you deal with somebody with depression? You know, are you going to be able to wake up every day and know that today might be the day that that mo that, 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 that person don't want to wake up? Or not wake up, but they don't want to get up. They just want to sit in the room all day, pout, moat, you know, and it's, it's not their fault. But I digress. Simply put, chemistry and compatibility. 
So, chemistry represents the emotional connection. When you have chemistry with someone, you just feel it, all right? Compatibility usually corresponds to the long-term potential between two people, all right? So, when you're dating someone you're not compatible with, it's obvious. Compatibility is a natural alignment of lifestyle choices and values between two people. A priest and a stripper have a major incompatibility, and I doubt many end up dating each other, right? That's compatibility. Now, you want to put simply, if you value women who are intelligent and educated, oh, come on, out chill. If you value women that are intelligent and educated, and you meet a high school dropout, then we have a fundamental incompatibility that will probably never be overcome and we will never date one another. Compatibility usually corresponds to the long-term potential between two people. High compatibility between people comes from similarities in their lifestyle and values. For no other reason than people of opposite moral values quite literally repel each other. And sometimes it can be real violent. <laughs> Y'all know what that's like. So, what about chemistry? Well, chemistry on the other hand represents the emotional connection present when you're with each other. Two people who have a high degree of chemistry have emotional makeups and personalities that bring out warm, fuzzy emotions, you know, other kind of positive feedback loop through which they continue to make each other feel better and better. When you have a high degree of chemistry with someone, they monopolize your thoughts, uh, your free time. You'll stay up thinking until the sun comes up and not even feel like an hour went by. You'll hope that every caller texts is him or her, and it will be obviously, because you both are feeling each other, you'll walk through life constantly wondering what would he or she think about, you know, this or that, this song, a bird, a walk through the park, a traffic jam, you know, a visit to the dentist. You call it passion, you can call it love, some people call it sickness, but the basic traits of your or their personality against the other, slightest behaviors ravage each other's dopamine re receptors. And a neurological orgy of starry-eyed dreaminess. So basically, you guys got the umph for each other, you know? You just, I can't live without you. Some people call that the honeymoon phase. A girl who is high-strung and energetic and slightly neurotic will have a high degree of chemistry with a guy who is relaxed, mellow, and open. Introverts usually have natural chemistry with extroverts, people who are ordinarily and intense planners often work best with people who are spontaneous and unorganized. Unlike compatibility, a lack of chemistry doesn't repel one another. A lack of chemistry simply results in a lack of emotional intensity. Things just feel kind of dead and boring when you're together. Mm, gross. Chemistry is also reflected in the bedroom. A lack of chemistry will mean boring, emotionless sex. A high degree of chemistry will mean intense, life-altering, heart-pounding sex that causes your mind to cause you know, just you just cosmically splatter all over the walls with your consciousness. You know, you guys are just one. You feel it all. It's just, ugh, fantastic. Right? So, what does that all mean? Well, I know at this point you're probably wondering, do you have to have both to have a perfect relationship? Well, let's figure that out, huh? So, are you settling? Do you feel like you're settling? Do you feel like you're just in a relationship just because? Are you there for the kids? Compatibility and chemistry don't necessarily always occur together. A relationship 
with high compatibility but little chemistry is likely to be boring yet convenient series of meetings and conversations. Dry and dull until both parties simply stop caring and drift apart. Or they, cons they consummate their mutual convenience by getting married and promise themselves a lifetime of simple and asexual companionship. Sadly, this arrangement isn't uncommon. Now, that is probably a lot of people's parents who ended up getting divorced after they went to you know, college. You have those parents that just, you know, we don't like each other. It, it's clear, but we're gonna make it work for the children. So, you know, they stay and they settle and it's pretty whack. Or maybe it's you listening right now and you're with somebody and you know like we should not be together, but you just refuse to leave because of the fact that it works. Everything is cool, I like the transactions we got going on, but there's no spark, there's no oomph in it. You know, it's just day-to-day -day routine. It's like going to that boring job that you hate, but you refuse to quit because it pays the bills. Now, you also have the fireworks and disputes, right? So chemistry without compatibility is crazy, right? So most of the time, if you have chemistry but you have no compatibility, it usually leads to disaster. But usually it's far more complicated than that. It's when it feels so right, but you know it's so wrong. High levels of chemistry with major incompatibilities is bad news and like really, really bad. These relationships usually begin quickly and passionately exploding like a flaming geyser, right? Then it extinguishes just as quickly as it began. Logic and reality kick in. You suddenly realize how offensive you find each other. They're traps and you get it. And, you know, and getting out is easier said than done, of course, because your heart says yes, but your head says no. Then you try to convince your head to say yes, which in turn makes your heart say no, which makes your head say, wait, like, you know, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that only leads to embarrassing public arguments, throwing iPhones, change locks, unanswered phone calls, tear-ridden voicemails, uh, you know, the... Uh, Oh, the sterile interior of a clinic, maybe that 999 pregnancy test, you know, <laughs> maybe a plan B here and there. I don't know, you know, it's just wild, you know, and it's guaranteed to challenge anyone's sanity. And then there you are with two one-way tickets to Bermuda that were never used, six stitches, slash car tires, and a shattered cell phone. But at least that cycle's gone, even though you still kind of miss them. That is toxic. <laughs> that is a lot of experience <laughs> that a lot of us go through. Just can't let them go. We argue all the time, but when we don't argue, it's amazing. Bottom line, if you want to ultimately end up spending your time with amazing men, women, whatever you choose to enjoy, the most important aspect is understanding what you want. What makes a person compatible to you? What personality traits have chemistry with you? First question you should ask yourself is, what do I want? It's crucial that you definitely know what you want, all right? You need to know what you like, you know, what you want in a partner. Like, this might sound real silly, right? But my aunt and my uncle, before they met each other, they both sat down, wrote it out in a journal, and they put, I want this, 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 in a partner. Both of them did the same thing before they even knew each other. They wrote it out in the journal. I want this, 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 right? And then these two people just happened to meet, you know what I'm saying? But they wrote it out. You knew exactly what you wanted. So if this person doesn't meet 
quality number five, then the other four qualities don't matter because I need all of them. And no, that doesn't mean such and such needs to make six figures and they make 60K, so that's the automatic out. Like, obviously, you got to use common sense with these things as well. But know what you want, man. Sit down, think about it. You know, I want somebody that's going to be there, caring, understanding, somebody who's going to match my emotional range. You need to know what you like, all right, and what you want in a partner. If you don't, then you need to cautiously gain enough experience until you know. Now, I have here three easy steps, and maybe they're not easy, but they are three steps to help you determine if the relationship is even worth your time, and also steps that help you determine the red flags. Now, I can't take credit for this. I got this from a book, all right? I'm not doing it. Anyway, but there are three steps, right? So, number one, drop all games and pretenses. If you ever catch yourself thinking phrases such as, if I do this, then he or she will think this. That means that one or both of you are incapable of expressing yourself, all right? You got to sit here and take steps to make sure this other person isn't going to be pissed off. That means that you guys have a major uh, communication problem, all right? You shouldn't have to think if this, then that. You know, that's, that's, that's not cool. You should be able to call and be like, hey, look, I'm going to go do this. You know what I'm saying? Or at least say, hey, I'm going to do this, and what do you think? You know, that way you guys can communicate about it instead of trying to, ah, well, if I don't clean the kitchen, but I vacuum, everything will be okay. And that might be a bad analogy. You know, I don't know. It's kind of early in the morning. Still waking up. As you see, I'm stumbling over my words and stuff. <laughs> now, number two, develop a nose for needy behavior. All right? You got to be able to point out the needy behavior. And if it's something you don't like, if you do not like clingy people, this is something you need to pay attention to, all right? Neediness is when you prioritize the perceptions of others over the perception of yourself. You need to develop a nose for needy behavior, all right? And that is behavior from someone who values your opinion of them more than their own, all right? What does needy behavior look like? They lie to impress you. They're fishing for compliments. They're extra sensitive or dramatic in order to gain sympathy. Don't get me wrong, we all feel needy from time to time, okay? <laughs> that, obviously. But there's a certain degree of neediness that should be a clear red flag. Especially, you know, somebody, if, if, they, if, if they don't value themselves, you know, they need you. They need you to make them feel better, you know what I'm saying? And this is all them insecure people out there, you know? Everybody has had an insecure moment. There is no person on here on this, this, this planet that's walked around since day one and just been like, yeah, I'm the man. There's always an insecurity somewhere. It's just up to you to figure it out and kill it. You can't lean on somebody else to fix your insecurity. All right. So, nose for needy behavior. Make sure you look that up, all right? Look into it. Now, what's number three? Number three, establish a zero tolerance policy for emotional manipulation. Now, this is something that holds on to all of us. I even suffer from this, all right? Now, a lot of people can spot needy or manipulative behavior, right? But they tolerate it or even rationalize it, all right? And that makes them needy as well. And the reason they tolerate or justify needy behavior is because despite being, you know, effed up or unpleasant, it still makes them feel important and wanted. So you must have a zero tolerance policy towards these behaviors. But you got to have it in both the other person and yourself. 
all right? You can't manipulate somebody to 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 make you feel better, you know? If 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 your if your boyfriend or your girlfriend, if your girlfriend wants to go out to the club with her girls, you can't sit up here <coughs> can't sit up here turn around and be like oh well you're just gonna leave me here by myself and i need you you know this is the most important time and you're gonna go nah you can't do that you gotta let people have fun too you gotta let somebody have a life you can't emotionally manipulate somebody to stay with you that is a serious problem and a serious cry for help that you don't like yourself or you're not comfortable being alone that's scary or it means that you're insecure and you feel like she's gonna go out and meet somebody else yada yada you know, you got to develop some type of, even if you, look, even if you can't say for 100%, like, I'm comfortable with such and such doing this, but you know that such and such only goes out once a month, come on, bro. Like, don't hold them there. Don't, don't, don't hold them accountable for your emotional disconnection, for your, for your lack of emotional intelligence, you know. Like, you have to be able to recognize, man, I'm kind of being toxic right now. You got to fix that on your own. Now, of course, I'd rather, you know, speak to your partner about it. Let them know, hey, I feel this way because of this. You never know. Maybe you got cheated on before. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe your parents did some dirt to each other and, and you hold on to that. Either way, it's better to just communicate. You know what I'm saying? If you communicate, that that right there nips a lot of nonsense in the bud. Seriously. We gotta we gotta learn how to talk. All right. Now, insecurity, right? So what is an insecurity? It's an uncertainty or anxiety about oneself. Lack of confidence. Unstable, you know, unsecure. What defines an insecure person? A person restrained by their insecurities, you know? Little intimidations, you know? Uh, alphas sometimes bring out the insecurities within others. If you are a person suffering from insecurity, the first step, I know, I mean, you know, it sounds like A, but the first step is you got to admit it. You got to be able to admit that I'm insecure about this, even if it's something small. You know, I'm insecure about cleanliness. I feel like I don't clean enough or I feel like my house is dirty. Okay, well, communicate that. Let them know, hey, talk to somebody. Talk to your friend. Go to a counselor. If you ain't got no friends, call a counselor. Or if you need friends, uh, I don't know, go to the park or something. Go to Walmart. Say hi. Hey. You know, I don't know. Nowadays, that might be kind of weird. Everybody's so stuck on their phones and stuff. Either way, chemistry and compatibility. All right. Bottom line, you got to be compatible with somebody. Right? You don't necessarily have to have chemistry. You can always build that. It is better to have both. But on the flip side, if you don't have compatibility, but you have chemistry, you are in for a long, long ride because the chemistry is going to F y'all up. You're going to sit here and think that it's something more than it is. You know, Like I said earlier, you can't be a pastor and date a stripper and think that it's going to work because chemistry. Yeah, we might click, but our lifestyles, our morality is totally different. And at the end of the day, it's going to break unless somebody changes. And more than likely, you know, that, that creates a space of resentment when somebody has to change to fulfill somebody else's happiness 
or or fulfill whatever they deem necessary to be together that you know that 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 just don't work out too well man i mean we always talk about compromise but compromise is not changing who you are compromise is oh let me go ahead and put gas in the car i know that he always does it for me but you know what he did say he was tired let me go ahead and fill it up today that's a compromise not and i've been going to church my whole life but she don't like it let me go ahead and put god on hold that is not a compromise that is a lifestyle change that is detrimental to your mental health that's not cool. <laughs> Don't work out that way. But yeah, this was a short podcast, y'all. I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't really have much to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Just figured I'd drop a little something, something here. You know, nothing crazy. You know, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, next week, got a fire episode coming up. I didn't want to waste that on today because, like I said, yesterday was, was a rough one. That was, that hurt. Two hours of great material between two people, and to to pull it up and only see like the computer had a malfunction, like bruh, that hurt. It was real rough to get up and just do this, but I felt like consistency is better than nothing, right? I gotta release because if I don't release, then I become lax, and when I come lax, then it goes away, and if I go away, then I don't have no fans. And you guys can't hear this beautiful man speaking to you. And obviously, that's what you want. But no, in all seriousness, um, you know, I always appreciate you guys listening. You know what I'm saying? Social media plugs that follows. IG is radical underscore jacks underscore views. Wow. Thanks. You don't want the people to know that, huh? Anyway, underscore views. Uh, Facebook is at Radical Jack Movies. Twitter, underscore Radical Jack. Anchor, course, backslash. Xavier Dash Jackson, and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any podcasting streaming service, you're going to catch me at Radical Jack's Views. Easy. Make sure y'all support black-owned businesses, man. Marcus Dover out here, BTC Apparel, BTC dot, ooh, whoops, BTC Movement dot net. Make sure you guys check that out. This podcast is all about Jack's Radical Views, and you, my listeners, are welcome. I don't have all the answers. Maybe you do. Let's discuss some. I'm going to leave y'all with a little tune. You know what I'm saying? Maybe y'all know this one. Wait a second. Hold on, Kels. Hold on, Kels. Look, I know a lot of y'all probably just got real disgusted when I did that, but look, pause, all right? Look, music is music, all right? I don't even want to go deep into this, but look, we got to learn to separate the person from the art. Okay? And know the art does not directly correlate with the person's lifestyle. That does not make sense. All right? Every song that R. Kelly wrote isn't bad. Now, I will tell you guys, I do not listen to uh, that whole Aaliyah album. I don't listen to none of that. That, that shit. Woo! I don't, now, that was written for a little girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I don't like it. Aging number to number. Uh, I'm good on all that. Anywho, Radical Jack's Views. Let me go ahead and uh, leave y'all with something else. Gee willikers. You know, maybe you never heard this one. The game broke the chain. Oh, shop, 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 shop,
love and 